Hey there, can I get you something tall and cool to drink, like some liquefied bugs on the rocks? Hmm, I'll pass on that one. There are so many things we eat and drink without ever thinking about what it actually is or why we eat it. That started centuries ago with some odd foods like gold-leafed flaming peacock, but it still goes on. In fact, it's likely you've recently indulged in everything from various bugs to the anal secretions of beavers. Yikes. Don't blame me for that one. I'm Patty Steele. Gag me with a spoon and a fork. Next on The Backstory. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Well, if we're being honest, we all have stuff in our lives that drive us crazy. Maybe it's a job, a difficult relationship, or love interest. Or honestly, it can just be the state of this crazy world we live in. For me, it's all three of those things at times. A lot of times it's not a big deal, but in the moment, it sure feels like it is, right? So how do you come to terms with those stressors and not let the negativity weigh you down? For me, therapy has always been a haven where I can open up, talk about what's eating at me, and trust that this person will be honest, understanding, and discreet. Therapy isn't just for folks who've had major trauma. It's for you and me, so we can be at peace and become the best version of ourselves. When I connected with a terrific therapist at BetterHelp, she asked some on-point questions, and I actually heard myself working through some of the issues I'd kept bottled up. What a relief. If you've considered therapy, I can't recommend BetterHelp enough. It's completely online, so it's convenient, flexible, fits your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a short questionnaire. You'll be matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no extra charge. Take it from me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com backstory today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash backstory. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We're back with the backstory. Food is and has been a driving force in our lives for as long as there have been animals on earth, right? We do it to survive, we do it to indulge, and we do it to share with others. Okay, let's head back to ancient Rome, where there was a kind of mouse called a dormouse. It was a tasty delicacy. They'd cook them up, drizzle them with honey and poppy seeds, pop them in their mouths, and munch away. But on the other hand, you couldn't even mention the idea of eating butter to a Roman. In fact, you were considered barbaric if you slathered on yummy butter. Same went for the Greeks, who also considered butter uncivilized. In fact, butter eater was one of the nastiest insults among ancient Greeks. 
In Egypt, they had a fairly recognizable Mediterranean-style diet, which included lentils, chickpeas, nuts, figs, bread, onions, lots of onions, a number of vegetables and fruits, and to a lesser extent, meat and fish. And beer was served at pretty much every meal, even to kids. Only thing is, to keep the flies away from their feasts, the wealthy Egyptians would slather their servants with honey, so the flies would cover them and not the big shots. That's nice. Now, we shoot forward a few thousand years or more. At medieval banquets, there was often a really popular roast that was actually made by stitching together the bottom half of a baby pig and the top half of a large bird. They were then roasted together and presented at the table that way to amaze dinner guests. Yeah. And there were other odd dishes in those days, like peacocks and swans. They'd skin the bird, keeping the feathers in place in the skin, then roast the bird, and once it was cooked, they'd sew the skin back on and serve it fully feathered. Guess you had to pick out the feathers before chomping down. Now, occasionally, if they had even more money, before serving, they'd gild the bird, including the feathers, with gold leaf, and serve it that way with a bit of flaming cotton stuffed in the beak. All this for a bird that was said to be extremely dry and tough all about the show, I guess. Now, for those who were less well-off, getting a hold of fish for Lent was kind of tough. It was too expensive, and in North America, beavers were an important source of food, and a cheap one. So the Catholic Church, anxious to help folks stay faithful, declared the beaver, a fuzzy mammal who swims most of the time, and its tail in particular, a fish, and therefore A-OK to eat on Fridays during Lent. Now, I'm sure you've seen movies set in medieval times that showed big feasts where people, even royalty, were eating with their hands. There's a reason for that. Forks were first introduced in the 11th century in Italy, but they actually freaked out religious leaders who said that using what they called artificial hands was an offense to God. Now, when it comes to beverages, for thousands of years, right up until just a few hundred years ago, most cultures skipped water and drank wine or beer at all meals, including children. Given how riddled with bacteria water supplies could be back then, I guess alcohol makes more sense. Now, in the 1700s, one of the most coveted foods was the pineapple. In fact, it was so desired and so difficult to get, if you bought a single pineapple in England in the 1700s, you would pay about $8,000 in today's money. Actually, Christopher Columbus gets some of the credit for first introducing pineapples to Europe in the 1490s after his trip to the Americas. But just one pineapple survived the trip back to Europe. He presented it to Spain's King Ferdinand, and as time went by, they started to import them, and everybody wanted the king of fruits. Because it was tough to get, it became a show-offy thing that was a symbol of power and royalty. Pineapples were featured in paintings of kings, printed on linens and wallpaper, even carved into furniture. Getting your hands on a rare pineapple meant you had money and status. And here's how crazy it got. A lot of party-goers in Europe would try to find somebody with a pineapple, and they would rent it for a fraction of the cost of buying it and then carry it around at parties as the ultimate accessory. But, of course, without eating it, or they'd have to pay the full price. 
Now, as we move into the 1800s, during a long economic downturn, some kind of creepy sounding foods got people through tough times because they were inexpensive. We see recipes for things like jellied eels, as well as something called broxy. That was meat, usually from sheep, that butchers sold really on the cheap because the animal had died from diseases like tetanus or salmonella. And then there were sheep's trotters, which were actually sheep's feet. They were boiled or fried and sold by street vendors. And there's snail water, a slimy drink that was also considered a cure for tuberculosis. Now, on the upscale side, there were some serious Victorian foodies, including the guy who gave us the theory of evolution, Charles Darwin. As a college student, he helped create a social group called the Glutton Club, where members gathered for unusual meals, including digging into meat of iguanas, giant tortoises, in one case a 20-pound rodent, possibly a capybara, which he said was the best meat he'd ever eaten, also armadillos, and even a big cat called a puma. The club disbanded after Darwin fed them a really nasty-tasting owl for one of their dinners. So we've been eating and drinking a lot of weird stuff for thousands of years, right? Well, guess what? We still do. Turns out these days, a lot of foods and drinks that have a red color, like frappuccino drinks, cocktails with that red glow, some sausage, yogurt, many cakes and pastries, use a powder made of a kind of ground-up beetle. And many pastas, breads, chips, and smoothies use pulverized, freeze-dried crickets. Yum. Beer, particularly British beers, can get their golden glow from dried fish bladder. And finally, this product was, and in some cases still is, used in a huge number of foods like strawberry and raspberry ice cream, juices and puddings, as well as in various perfumes and even medicines. It's called castorium. And it's created by milking the anal glands of beavers. Yeah, you heard me. It's still used in some cases, but the FDA only has manufacturers label it as natural ingredients. So at the end of the day, you know, food plays so many roles in our lives. Yes, sustenance. Yes, satisfying desire. But most of all, connecting us with each other through sharing, even if it's from beaver glands. I want to thank loyal New Jersey listener Trish Connors Angele for suggesting a story about how we share food. If you'd like to suggest a story for me to dive into and share, please feel free to DM me on Facebook at Patty Steele or on Instagram at Real Patty Steele. I'm Patty Steele. The Backstory is a production of iHeartMedia, Premier Networks, the Elvis Duran Group, and Steel Trap Productions. Our producer is Doug Fraser. Our writer, Jake Kushner. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Feel free to reach out to me with comments and even story suggestions on Instagram at RealPattySteele and on Facebook at Patty Steele. Thanks for listening to The Backstory with Patty Steele, the pieces of history you didn't know you needed to know. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better H-E-L-P. Com. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 